Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. All righty, the Warriors take game one here at Oracle Arena, 104-100. It was a hard-fought game. It was an intense game. Both teams played extremely hard. It might not have been aesthetically a great success, but the one thing you can't say after a game like this is that these two teams aren't competing hard. And usually when you have two great teams uh, competing at a high level, you might not have it look as good as you wanted it to look. Kevin Durant continuing his run of absolutely phenomenal play. He had 35 points, and then he handed it over to Steph Curry, who hit a three, uh, which will get a lot of attention uh, as the dagger, but make no mistake, Kevin Durant carried the Warriors to a win tonight. As for the Rockets, we saw some shades of what happened last year in the NBA Western Conference Finals. They shot 14 for 47 from three-point range. James Harden turned into a volume shooter by the Warriors' defense, led primarily by Andre Iguodala. Harden goes 9 for 28. He was 4 for 16 from uh, three-point range. And it's the kind of defensive effort that when you see James Harden scored 35 points, really you say, big deal, so what? He didn't do it efficiently, and... The Warriors can live with that. Goo, what uh, what'd you see out there today, and, and how you feeling with the Warriors leading one game tonight? I saw a bar fight. This was a straight-up bar fight, and I loved every minute of it, Steiny, and I know Warrior fans want to sweep, but I could take seven games of this, six more. I mean, you talk about uh, James Harden. Iguodala, I, I, I don't know. I'm running out of adjectives to, to describe his stellar defense. And to me, it looked like he tired out James Harden at the end. There was uh, fatigue involved in that last shot where James missed off the turnover. But all in all, Stiney, I'm not going to be negative. I'm not going to nitpick the Warriors have a turnover problem, and they are the only ones that can stop themselves, and they got to get it nipped in the bud. But all in all, you win a game that was ugly, gruesome, but styles make fights, and today I tip my cat to the Golden State Warriors team. They got it done. One by four, 
But tomorrow when I see you in the morning, I may say, you know what, Steiny? The Warriors should have won this game by 14 or 16 points because that's what it felt like. They had a stranglehold on the game, and you look up and the turnovers kept biting them in the butt. 888-957-9570 is the number. You want to talk about game one of the Western Conference semifinals. Warriors win 104-100. John Dickinson will be joining us in about 20 or 30 minutes. We'll also hear from Warrior players from their post-game press conference. Tonight, though, again, it's about Kevin Durant. And I said this after the last game, and... How do I want to put this? I am feeling extremely fortunate these days because Kevin Durant, up until three years ago, was a player I probably watched 10, 12 times a year. Thought he was pretty darn good. But when you get a chance to watch a player play an entire season and then another entire season and then another entire season, and you realize now you've seen Kevin Durant play 200-plus games as a Warrior, you really get an appreciation for how great of a player he is. He is truly one of the greatest scorers of all time, and I think what he's showing right now is you've got to put him up there, at least the way he's playing right now, as maybe one of the best players of all time. Not scorers. He's definitely one of the best scorers of all time. But he's also making a case that he's one of the best players of all time, Goo. Yeah, Stani, and it starts with his God-given uh, attributes, his height. He's a walking mismatch, and the guy is so fundamentally sound. He's a marksman from deep. He can hit the mid-range. I'm in awe of watching Kevin Durant perform, and I'm with you. I hope he goes nowhere, but right now I'll focus on the present. And I want to give the Houston Rockets credit, Steiny. We've seen every Kevin Durant ball game. I don't know if he's taken 25 more difficult shots, but the Rockets, to their credit, made Kevin Durant work for every bucket, and the Warriors team needed it, but they were rough. The the lefts, the refs, to me, let uh, the Rockets get rough with them, bully ball, but he still never cowered, and... You know, he stood above all, and when this game was over, he number 35 was the best on both sides of the, uh, of the court today, Stoney. Yeah. Awesome. The one thing the Warriors have shown again is you can look at the offense all you want, but it's about their defense. No doubt. Rocket shot 42% from the field, 30 from three-point range. Ball game. You can't beat the Warriors shooting 42% from uh, – all around, and 30% from three-point range. Can't do it, especially at Oracle Arena. And I think you could look at this game on the one hand and say, you know, Rockets might have been lucky to be as close as they were down the stretch. But again, you got to give the Rockets credit. They defend the Warriors very well. They might be the best team defensively against the Warriors, at least in the recent past. All right, let's head out to the phone lines. And when we do that, it's brought to you by Nation Hamburgers, the best since 1952. Let's go to, uh, you know, we got to go out to North Carolina because Tim talked about the Warriors before the game. And we got to catch up on how he's feeling after the game because he acknowledged he was a little nervous beforehand. What's up, Tim? How you doing, man? What's up, Sonny? Hey, listen, man, I'm in good health, man. I made it to the game. <laughs> we were worried, man. Part, 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 partly about what we talked about. I went into it not too hyped up, not too crazy. But I got to say, man, that, like, if these guys go into any game and they simply go to fundamental basketball and take care of the basketball, and genuinely, like, every pass that they make is a fundamental pass, 
and they think about what they do. We're not talking about a close game here, Stani. I mean, honestly, you know, Kevin Durant is really setting himself to another level of his importance to the team. But, Stani, you got to agree. You know, you take a take away the turnovers. and mm-hmm. Take away, say, that I think they had 20. Let's just say they convert 10 of the turnovers in the points. We're really not even talking about a close game. So I think if they, they look back on it and they really focus in on the turnovers and just the fundamental things that they could control, they really will be in control of the series, Donnie. I mean, I'm surprised that it went down the way it went down. I'm happy. Don't get me wrong. I'm extremely happy, you know, for my own well-being and my own health and the anxiety that I have when I watch these guys. I got to do what I got to do to prepare myself not to go crazy when I watch these guys play. But if they simply just go to fundamental basketball and every pass is a fundamental pass and they think about it when they do it, Stani, we're really not even talking about what we're talking about. These guys, like, right. if they if they focus in on, on that, I mean, these guys are on point. They're on top of their game. So, I mean, looking at Clay, looking at Steph, I mean, I think they're going to be all right for the series. I mean, hopefully they get a little bit more rest in these next two games. I mean, the next couple of days before they play. But, I mean, Stani, I'm surprised. I'm happy. But I'm surprised right. that they came out and did, they did what they did. Well, so and uh, thanks, Tim, and we're we're happy you're uh, you're alive. We're happy yeah. you're healthy. Yeah. Uh, get some rest the next day or two, and uh, get yourself uh, ready for game two. Let's go to Manuel. Manuel in Dublin. Hey, Manuel. Hey, Greg. Uh, hey, guys. Hey, a couple of things. Um, nothing on a negative note, but I just I was shocked how many times they stripped the ball from KD. I, I think KD could have probably had forty. I don't know. They're doing their homework, but they got him at least six times where it was a clean strip. I don't know. And that kind of, it's not the end of the world, but I, I, well, that caught my attention. I, it's I, the I, only I, thing, you know what? It's the only thing a smaller guy can really do take one stab at it. And they got a couple, but they also, uh, you know, he got to the line 15 times. And the other, the other thing is he's. I, I hear what you're saying, but I think there's, you got to take a few of those against a smaller player when you're the most dominant offensive player on the floor. You he know? has six turnovers. That's fine. Did. But, Stani, the last play, that possession, I like it into football when you're just running the clock out and you're kneeling. How did that ball – How did you can't uh, turn that ball well, over. Well, he has in the past. Oh, Kevin Durant. That, is, that was – I couldn't believe it. We all know – I mean, Kevin Durant has committed some costly Woo! turnovers in his career. Uh, the percentages of getting a turnover in that situation, I get – I'm like – they have the ball, yeah. and it was quiet. It's a church. Got to make, uh, got to, got to be strong with the ball late it in the game. Church. Yeah. Fillmore, Mike. Hey, Fillmore, Mike. What's up? Yo, what's hey, up, man? Hey, hey, man. Guru, I'm with you, man. I could do six more games of this. this <laughs> Break it up. Game. Great game. And, <laughs> and KD, honestly, man, I'm not gonna put him on the MJ level, but he's looking a lot like Kobe, bro. And and KD the best in the right now he's the best player in the NBA he's the best, he's the best in the world right now uh, I would like to get your thoughts on on on, on KD as the closer man he's been closing it out man he's he's looking like Jordan almost man I can't say it he almost looking like Jordan though but hey y'all have a nice one I take take your thoughts off the air well one thing I was thinking of is um, Jordan wasn't this tall but go ahead Kevin Durant. Is there? How can you? How can you be a Warrior fan now? And I, I don't care what happens from this point on. How could you be a Warrior fan now 
and say, too much isolation with Kevin Durant. You got to be careful. Everybody's got to get in touch. Everybody's got to get touches. Uh, the reality of the situation is shots are harder to come by in the postseason, except if you're Kevin Durant. So the shots that Steph Curry took and the shots that Klay Thompson took are harder in the playoffs. They were harder tonight than the ones they took in the regular season, and they're harder for Kevin Durant too. But you know what? Kevin Durant's better equipped to deal with taking tougher shots in the postseason because he's uh, a one-of-a-kind offensive player. I.e. the two NBA final MVPs, Donnie. And the one thing I, I'm – and trust me, I'm not going to get into this, uh, but it's a factor. You, you look at – Kevin Durant, I think over the and these little eight shot games the last month, when he was not shooting the ball the last month, it was still all about Kevin Durant. Why isn't Durant shooting? Why is he being too much of a facilitator? Kevin Durant, it, the focus became Kevin Durant. Now Kevin Durant is showing why well, can get you forty five, fifty, and thirty five uh, in back to back, you know, back to back to back games and really important games. What I'm getting at is if he's not here next year. That's a big, big, big adjustment. And if if Kevin Durant isn't featured like he's featured, then the Warriors have to go play a little bit of a different way. It almost feels like that that we're we're ushering the Warriors from Steph Curry to Kevin Durant a little bit, even though Durant may not be here next year. It, it really does feel like Kevin Durant is the number one right now no, it, on this team. Yeah, and it, it just is, and it's not a bad thing. You know, people are who they are. You're slotted at where you're slotted at, and for so long I said it's 50-50, and it's not a bad thing, but I do believe a lot of this, Stiney, is because Steph Curry is injured somehow, and he's not letting on as much. But my point is, that that sounds like shade. It's not. What Kevin Durant is no, doing No, it sounds right like now, an excuse. It, it sounds like an excuse. You know what? I, th- I, th- I think that's why they're going down Kevin Durant Avenue more in the Warrior vehicle, more so Why, than it has in the Curry's past. Curry's hurt? I, I do, or it's obvious that he can't create okay. uh, as easily okay. as yeah. Now, Stoney, I could be totally wrong, but what Durant is doing right now is putting him in the all-time great conversation. And no matter who you are, what you don't like, it's obvious. And you hear the MVP chance now at the free throw well, line. Bare, you know, yeah, barely. Yeah. But who cares? I don't need to hear him. My point is I'm watching something captivating, and he is special. I just watching a game tonight and watching how physical it is. Woo, it's physical. Well, it's physical compared to today's game. <laughs> right. It's not physical compared right. to the well, way they used to play. Well, that's all I can go on. But and, that's, go and that's the one thing I want to get into Um because I'm, I'm convinced. A lot of people talking about the officiating tonight. Oh. And I, I'm convinced that, uh, you know, it's not – has nothing to do with the officials. It has nothing to do with the refs. The refs are fine. This is all about the NBA. The NBA wants games officiated like this, period. The NBA's new motto is treat stars like NFL quarterbacks. You cannot touch them. It's, I found today's game 
overwhelmingly frustrating from both sides because what we're getting into right now is kind of a situation like the NFL every time there's a pass play. Every time there's a pass play, whether it's a completion or an incompletion, you're sitting there and you're waiting. Is there a flag? Will it count? Is it going to be brought back? The same thing is now happening every time somebody takes a three. You're waiting for the whistle. You're waiting for a late whistle. Oh, we got you're, you're, you're wanting to see what what happened, and the reality is what you're asking the officials to do is an impossible job because the NBA players right now are so good at selling those kind of three-point attempts for fouls. That I, I think it's taken away from the game. I'm not talking about Steph Curry. I'm not talking about Just James Harden it, specifically. It. It's the whole thing. Too much of the game. I mean, like, think about this for a minute. Mike D'Antoni in the post-game locker room. And by the way, the, 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 uh, uh, the Rockets were talking about the officiating all in the postseason. I mean, the postgame. They thought they got hosed tonight. Mike D'Antoni says in the postgame that the refs came up to him at halftime and said that they missed four calls, four calls where they should have called a foul on a three-point shot. Okay? Now, I don't know if that happened. But the point is, if you call those, the entire game changes. The the, the whole game can change on two or three three-point foul calls. and. I, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. And I don't, it, it has nothing to do with liking it for the Warriors, not liking it for the Warriors. It's, it's just not, I don't find it compelling to watch a guy bait an official into calling a foul on a three pointer 12 times a game. Yeah, and we're seeing don't. it. We're seeing it. I hear you. I'm as passionate as you are. We see it more. But tonight I'll give the referee crew this, Donnie. They were consistent. Now, if that's consistent, would Warrior fans bad, have said they, that Warrior if they would have lost? Oh, the Warrior fans still won. And where I was sitting at, they were. You would have thought it was a highway robbery. But to me, they were. They missed some calls on both sides. And what's your word? All you can want for a guru is to be consistent. And tonight, good or bad, the rest were consistent in missing calls and calling that three point. Which is now, it, it, it's an epidemic, the, the late whistle on the three-pointers, Donnie. Gotcha, gotcha. I, I'm, I'm with it, too. And here, here's another thing I want to throw out there. And uh, you got you got you to gotta hear me out on this one. And I don't want to use Draymond's last play with Kevin Durant. I mean, Draymond's last play with James Harden because it'll come across like I thought there was a foul there. I didn't necessarily think there was a foul in the last play. But bear with me for a second. Go ahead. So James Harden raises up from 30 feet. Okay, and he's entitled to land in the same spot he elevated from. Okay, if you look at the last play, James Harden rose up for the shot and he landed about a foot to 18 inches ahead of where he rose up. So that's not his spot, really. Correct. Correct. It's not his spot. (laughs) And so the contact there. Okay, so that wasn't called. Here's my question. Why is that any different than a guy driving to the basket? Why why couldn't that be called a block on Draymond Green? Forget about place to land. It's a guy driving to the basket, and guess what? Draymond Green came over before he, he wasn't set, certainly, when Harden came down. Why, why would that not sit? Why, why couldn't that just be a block? I don't have the answer. I, I mean, I don't, I, I don't, have the I don't either. I just. I saw the contact and it looked rather, you know, peculiar. I mean, look, it, it, I, you I, know, I, like the guy got hit. You I know watched, what I mean? I watched the last play and 
I mean, I just don't want that called ever. It's, so yeah, if I don't want it called ever, I'm not going to say the refs, you know, the refs missed it. I don't, I don't want that called. And I thought, I thought the refs did their best on those three-point calls tonight. But you know what? Every one of those is a coin flip in real time. I'm uh, sorry. And, it's just too hard to call. And I'm going to your pops here with this one. Why the, Just you can educate me. Why the hell would a referee at halftime come tell a head coach – they what always they do missed. that. They always because it's wow. the, it's a new age of transparency. Four? It's a new age of transparency. That's what the, the refs always now go in, look at some calls. They'll come back. Hey, we missed that one. We missed this one. Now look. Also, that's just Ooh. what Mike D'Antoni was quoted as saying in the post game. We don't. I so mean, that's not made up. Know. That that conversation took place. I mean, I I would assume it did. Let's go to wow. Let's go to uh, Chase in San Bruno. What's up, Chase? What's happening, Sonny? You guys were just talking about it. I think mm-hmm. key from this game is that refereeing is going to be a key part of the series. No doubt. You saw today that they weren't giving Harden all those calls on those threes, and they weren't getting free throws because that's how Harden kills you. He gets to the line, and that didn't happen today. But I feel in the next couple games, definitely game two, because all of Twitter is going to be going crazy about the Warriors not getting these calls. And especially in Houston, I feel like Harden might get these plays. Well, and I don't know. I, I, I feel like that well, might be a big thing, and that'll affect the Warriors. You know what, Chase? It very well might be. And anybody who knows me knows I'm the biggest officiating advocate of all time. It's in your blood. But I mean, you think about it. Like the next game, whether let's say the Warriors win the next game, they go back to Houston two zero. Well, I got I got news for you. If the officials start calling touch fouls on three point shots. Harden's going to get to the line a hell of a lot, and the Rockets are going to have a better chance to to compete in a game like that, let alone win. So I I absolutely do believe the way an an official calls a game impacts a game, and I just think it's too easy to call a game differently from each game to each game, and I think the three-point shot, the foul and three-point shot is the one that they have completely butchered over the last couple years. Yeah, and I'm going to say this to you, Stani. If I'm on the Rockets team, coaching staff, the fact that they had a chance to steal this game and they started off so horrendous from three-point land, it, they were terrible, but they kept launching. The fact that they had the ball and a chance to tie at one point win the game with the three, I, I, I would, I'll sleep good tonight. I will sleep good knowing we got, you know, we're playing with us money. What's the old adage in a seven-game series? You want to you wanna get one. And they had an opportunity today, and they shot poorly. I thought the Warriors' defense was so stellar from a team dynamic that Capella couldn't stay in the game. And that's who I was frightened of before the game started. And Harden, I, real quick, Sonny, I thought he masked if he didn't get the call not to let it affect you. And tonight – it affected him to me to where he's throwing his hands up and not getting back on D. But the Warrior turnups, turnover situation is real, and if they want to win this series and not just a game, Stiney, they got to get it fixed. And uh, Draymond had five. He has the ball in his hands. And KD, as great as he is, he had six. That's 11 between two guys that have their paws on the ball a whole lot. Let's go to let's go to Robin. Robin, we didn't see you here no, tonight. She didn't stop by. 
my friend I took was like, come on, come on, come on. I want to see Priya. So I was like, okay, okay, but I want to say hi. But I did see Kalina and all those guys. But he said, Rob, you can't yell at them. They have headsets. So I said, but they know me. They know me. So they don't know you like that. Come on, girl. But anyway, I, I had nice seats, too. Uh, they, uh, they weren't really no seats. They were like 221 because my dad was telling me to save the ticket stuff. I bet you they're no seats. I'm like, no, 95.7. They got a little bit of class, Daddy, okay? Uh, so, what do you think about um, the game, Robin? A few thoughts, just real quickly. Um, um, hey, hey, Guru, isn't what we want KD to do what he's doing, but it's also kind of in the flow uh, of the offense? I mean, because someone presented a question to me, and you guys can answer it. I'll take it off the air. He, he was, oh, he's an OKC fan. He says, how come... Kevin Durant couldn't play like this in 2016 in game, I think, six or seven of the Western Conference Finals. And my answer to him is because he's surrounded by a better supporting cast. So I, the, I like to leave You got it right. Wow. Hey, winner, Robin, there, ain't nothing, there ain't nothing for me to, to no, tell you off the that's air. That's a walk-off. I mean, yeah. I mean, Kevin Durant can do this now uh, because he's playing with Better players than he played with in Oklahoma City, and more of them. And tell and me, more how, of them. and tell me, Stoney, how how special this is. What he's doing because it's out of necessity. He's not ball hogging. It's everybody in the arena can see. We need a shot. The defenders are playing their butts off, and Kevin Durant is just gifted and seven foot and can shoot from anywhere on the court. All right, 888-957-9570 is the number if you want to get in. we got some open lines. Warriors win game one of the Western Conference semifinals, 104 to 100. You are listening to the Realtor.com Warriors postgame show, your home for home search. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. All right, John Dickinson now joining Daryl the Guru Johnson from the Crown Royal Club inside Oracle Arena. Warriors win game one of the Western Conference semifinals, 104-100 over the Houston Rockets, 888-957-9570, Let's get to some phone calls as well. Is it Yassine? Yassine in Mill Valley. We'll get uh, we'll get us started here on ninety five seven. The game. Uh, hello. Hey, how are you? Yeah, good. How are you? Doing well. Yeah. Uh, so what I'm here to talk about is um, how how some foul that could have been called towards Harden could have really affected the game and the outcome. Because a lot of some a lot of the fouls I noticed could have been called on play. And it could have resulted in a play foul out, which really could have affected the game in a big way. And I feel like I feel like the Curry having five fouls pretty much the whole fourth quarter kind of really set them back and maybe like put a bit of stress on them. Thanks, Yasin. Appreciate the call. Yeah, Yasin sounds like the Rocket locker room right now, young man. The Rockets are saying the same thing to the press about how they didn't get the benefit of a whistle. And, J.D., one concerning thing about Steph Curry, 
I guess I'm just asking you, when is this thing going to end with the foul trouble? Because I when felt like the fouls reaching. were so it, it's legit. And he had that on a sneaker. Steph did uh, one of the games last series. So it's a thing. Look, there's going to be a lot of, there's gonna be okay. a lot of conversation, and, and that was a, a fair amount of the conversation downstairs in the postgame press conferences was about the officiating. James Harden was not happy with the officiating. Uh, Chris Paul, not happy with the officiating. Mike D'Antoni said, hey, the Rockets could have shot 20 more free throws wow. than they did. And you had wow. Draymond Green down there responding and saying, well, we could have shot 20 more free throws, or they could have shot 20 fewer free throws as well, uh, and that officiating is an inexact yeah, I heard science. that. Let him go, Dre. Uh, Don't so, be mad at him. <laughs> but there's going to be a lot of talk about landing spots. He mentioned Kawhi, James Harden did. He did. I was shocked. Uh, almost as if the officials need to protect the Warriors from running underneath his three-point shot. So, look, right this or wrong, just one game too, this is game one, and the officials are a focal point of this series immediately and are going to continue to be a focal point of this series as it goes on. Uh, and, look, I, I, I think the Warriors got a, a good whistle today. Okay. I thought they got a fair whistle today. Now, I know Warriors fans are probably out there thinking, what the heck are you talking about? You know, Stephen Curry was in foul trouble, and they called this, they called that. Chris Paul got fouled on his three that didn't get called. Yeah, I don't, and I don't even want to get into individual, like, specific individual calls necessarily. I, I just think overall there were some key calls that – Today the officials let him play, and I think it, it worked to the to the Warriors. And benefit. it was a great that game. Happens. Yeah, twenty nine fouls for for the uh, Rockets to the Warriors twenty seven. I mean, it was even. Now it might have been a bad even to some, but JD, all we ask for is to be consistent. And tonight, that's what we got. Bleacher Dave is up next here. What's up, Bleacher Dave? Oh man, what a what a great day there today. When you talk about the officiating, I tell you what, Daryl Morey didn't like it. I won't. I won't. Uh, I won't put it this way. He erupted a few times at some of the non-calls, you know, on the Rockets. Um, uh, and it was interesting because he's there with Michael Lewis, so I was one one if they got a project hooked up. Um, I thought the you know the exterior defense, the way they called that, is more fair. Certainly not what Harden and the Rockets expecting. But I, I really hit on something. That Stanley was saying early, man, I want to see let them play more. I mean, I think there were a lot of calls, a fair number of calls that were made when I thought maybe, you know, you should just just, just keep playing basketball. You know, just keep playing basketball um, instead of breaking up the play. But I thought the one that was inexcusable, you can't eject Chris Paul with 4.4 seconds left. I mean, whatever he said could not have been so egregious as to – Warn an ejection at that point of the game. I mean, well, and he, he did. He did. In fairness, that. Dave. In, in fairness, Dave. He it was. It was. He was given a technical foul, and and we'll move on. Thanks, Dave. We appreciate the call. He was given a technical foul, which was his second technical of the game, and also the game was over at that point. Yeah, the ball was out of bounds. Cool. It was I, a three point game. I know the Rockets right, had right. just gotten a steal yeah. to to set up an attempt to tie the game, but the the call on the court was the ball out of bounds with four seconds yeah. left, and the Warriors yeah. up three at that point. So the Rockets are going to have to foul anyway, and if the Warriors knock down a foul shot, the ball game is, is over at that point. But it, but to clarify it, it was his second technical of the game. So it was a tech for the way he reacted. Oh, that's the second one. See you later. I, uh, before you came up, I told Stiney, Kevin Durant's in a zone right now, as we say in sports. He's in a beautiful zo- uh, zone, and I don't want to nitpick, but I will say this, John Dickinson, the turnovers have to stop. 
And the fact that the Kevin Durant, as great as he was tonight, gave the Rockets the ball when, you know, the percentages of getting a turnover in that situation are slim to none. And the Rockets shouldn't have had that look, James Bricked. But moving forward, that's all I can say the Warriors didn't do tonight is is is, is be clean when it comes to turnovers. And that could have killed them tonight. They could have came back to get them, J.D. John and Berkeley. As we keep it moving on the phone lines here on Warriors Wrap-Up, brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Hey, John. Glad to be out there. It was a pretty awesome, pretty awesome game. Uh, I'm sorry, but Crimea River, Chris Paul and James Harden, you don't get to flop and exaggerate and act like you're getting you know hit on every every other play and then complain about the referees. I mean, you're they're, they're, uh, it's pretty hypocritical, I think. They're, they're trying to fool the refs. Uh, on the regular basis, and if some don't go their way, I'm sorry. Tough luck. Thanks, John. Appreciate the phone call. John I, I don't want to hear it, look, John. Look, <laughs> and I think Warriors fans don't want to hear it. And here's the thing. You know, if there had been a couple of more calls made on some of the three-point shots and the Rockets had gone to the line, let's say not 20 times. Okay. I mean, 20 times is a joke, yeah. right? But, let, but let's not even that. Uh, let's say they go to the line eight more times uh, and, and they knock down seven of them. And they win the game 107-104. Well, guess what? The Warriors are going to be in the post-game press conference room, no and they're going to be fuming. Oh, it's... And they're going to be upset, and they're going to be trying to set the tone for the this next This is how game. it goes, no doubt. We've so seen this. It, it, the reality is the Warriors won a game where they made seven three-pointers, okay? They won a game where they were playing on 40 hours rest, actually less than 40 hours rest, and they won a game where they – turn the ball over 20 times i mean if this game wasn't tailor-made for the rockets to come in here and get it no doubt by virtue of the way the warriors played forget about the officiating because i don't think it's about the officiating it was a great game it, it was an intense game it was, an, yeah, it was a competitive it. game yeah but to your point earlier and to i think the caller's point you'd rather ha- you'd rather have the officials let them play i think there were too many foul shots both ways i, I i'm a fan of physicality. Yeah, but a foul's a I'm foul, a fan right, of JD? Emotion. You got to well, call they, it. They, they they called a lot, and then they didn't call other things. They called a lot of stuff, and it just it was. I, I thought it was for the most part consistent, but as far as just being appetizing to the eye and uh, watching no, no the game, doubt, no I thought doubt. it took away from the game. And, and Dan, that's not yeah. and that's not putting a slant on it, one side versus the other. I'm just saying, as an objective viewer of the game, as a consumer of entertainment and sport. It left some to be desired. It had an element of the Heat Knicks, you know, the old Van Gundy and Alonzo Moore today. So I'll give you that. But what the shocker of the day for me is Dan Tony and his postgame presser said that the referees came up to him at half and said, we missed four uh, three-point fouls on three-pointers. Why in the world would you admit that well, at that juncture? I would start, he said, this, I'm blown away. That happens all the time. But to me, that's just fueling the beast for these coaches to go irate and then throw you under the bus in the postgame presser, which Dan Tony did or is doing. Let's continue with Jason. Jason on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Jason. How you doing, man? Thanks for having me. Like the guru said, man, that was a very chippy game, very physical. And you, the referees got to blow the whistle. They have to. On that Draymond play, I mean, period. You got to blow the whistle. It could have gone either way, but the the whistle has to be blown. You got you got to keep the players in check. That's all I'm saying. Appreciate it. Well, well, and I think the officials were trying to set a tone for the remainder of this series. 
the Chris Paul ejection, do we see anything else from that? Like, is he going to – there's no way. Well, I know there, he made there, some there gestures was, at well, the ref. But there That's was a, not a suspension, though. There was a question as to whether he made contact with the official oh, downstairs oh. and a very awkward response from Chris Paul where it almost made me think he was trying to avoid admitting that he may have touched the official. Oh, Lord, because you know what so happens if tuned, you do that. So yeah. stay tuned for that. But the eye test and going back and watching it, I didn't think it was anything that would yeah. warrant a suspension. I'm with you. I mean, he already got He'll kicked out of the game. He'll get fined. I thought he made the gestures, but, but I didn't see the But he was asked about that downstairs oh. as well. Mm-hmm. So Warriors win at 104-100. Uh, Warriors wrap-up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Another just stellar, stellar game for Kevin Durant, who is just on an incredible tear since he put everybody on notice and said, I, you know who I am, I'm Kevin Durant. I, I asked Donnie, what's so, does it make it more special, the fact that he's doing it without hogging the ball and that everybody in the gym knows it's hard to get a shot off, but because he's so gifted, you know, with the attributes that the basketball gods have given him, is it, does, does that make it more poetic? Because to me it does. It's like every bucket tonight they needed, J.D., and i got to give the Rockets credit. They made it difficult tonight, but he still made shot. Missed some, but it's just breathtaking to watch him perform right now. And, and he got to the free throw line, which is it the made his free that, throw. But that's, what, that, that, that's what offsets an 11 for 25, and not that an 11 for 25 is bad, yeah. but for him, well, I mean, he's usually, yeah. he's usually over <laughs> 50%. Goodness. Right. Uh, so they made him a volume shooter. It was hard. But he winds up with 35 points on the 25 shots because he hits 12 of 15 from the free throw line. So that's what makes it a much more efficient-looking uh, evening. And – the best part about today, to me, is that Steph Curry got, quote-unquote, the game winner. You know, that dagger, the, that, that final one that we knew, you know what, this is going to result in a Warrior win. What were the Rockets doing? How did Nene get out there on Steph? That's, they're going to have a conversation about that, right, J.D.? Let's go Steel Reserve. Steel Reserve in Fremont as we continue here on Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Steel Reserve. What's up, fellas? Hey, God is great, so I am good. I'm hoping you guys are good, too. Hey, this is a good win. I told I called Guru during the week, and Simon has told him it ain't going to be pretty as before, but they're going to get it done. And I definitely believe that the refs set the tone with CP3 getting out. You know, they ain't going to play with this. They ain't going to play no, no, take no mess in this series. And uh, they know that both sides are going to be mouthing off. So they set the tone, and uh, the Warriors got it done. And, you know, let's go take care of the refs, man. Thanks, Steel Reserve. Appreciate the phone call. All right, 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Warriors grab game one of the Western Conference semifinals, 104-100 over the Rockets. So we'll come back. We'll wrap things up. More of your phone calls as well. Warriors wrap-up continues on 95.7 The Game. John Dickinson, Daryl Laguru Johnson with you from Oracle Arena. Warriors win game one, 104-100 over the Houston Rockets. Game two of this series on Tuesday night here. That's a 7.30 tip before there will be three consecutive days off and the teams will head for Houston 
for games three and four to be played next Saturday and Monday at the Toyota Center. Let's uh, continue on the phone lines here as we wrap things up. Want to get to as many as possible. And we've had a ton of phone calls throughout the afternoon here on Warriors wrap up. And let's uh, let's go with Alex. Alex on the road. You're up here first this segment on ninety five seven. The game. Oh, hello. Thanks for uh, taking my call. I'm actually at Alex on 880 right now going north, and it's smooth sailing just like Kevin Durant in the paint. <laughs> wow. No doubt. He's but, uh, tough to I, stop. I got a quick question. I want to see, can you guys confirm whether Chris Paul got kicked out for actually making contact with the ref and not verbal? Because it looked like there was contact. And if so, that's a one-game suspension. Well, and that was the Whoa. that was Alex the the question downstairs, and I alluded to this in the last yeah. segment. The question was asked of Chris Paul: Did he believe that he made contact with the official? And Paul wow. said he had to look at it. And and the question was more in the, in the moment. He's asking Paul was being asked right. you know, in the moment: Did you think you made contact with him? Because apparently there was some conversation that he may have made contact. Now, oh, the, the legal look at officially, it. Officially, it's a second technical foul, but Chris Paul had a look on his face like he didn't want to admit that he made contact with the and official that for that reason. the official's quick trigger to get out of here. Well, I just... You know, because I was like, yeah. oh, he must have really said something, the magic word, but if he made contact, that justifies why he threw you... Could you imagine if he's out? It'd be warrior luck, though. You Not that your, they need you it. You got to keep your composure. Yeah, no doubt. You got to keep your composure. And, and look, Draymond through, got another through one. one game. Yeah, Draymond got one, but through one game, the Warriors held their composure at a higher level than the Rockets did. Now, if the if the Rockets had won the game today, would we be having a different conversation? We may very well be having a different conversation. But D'Antoni was complaining yeah. about the officials. Chris Paul got ejected. James Harden, I mean, for crying out loud, James Harden is talking about wanting to get a fair chance. Mentioned Kawhi Leonard, like, protect me. I mean, Mike D'Antoni said the refs admitted yeah. they missed well, the calls. That shocked me. He said it would have added up to 12 more foul shots. You had I James like Harden say, I just want a fair chance. Just call the game the way it is supposed to be this called. This is one and game. We'll live with the results. This is only one game. You've got, and you've got Chris Paul who got himself a, a technical foul. Let's uh, keep it moving on the phone lines here. we got about four minutes to go. Uh, Mike in San Leandro. Mike, you are on Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Yeah, all this uh, crying on the three-point shots and lack of lack of foul calls, the last two shots by Houston looked like offensive fouls to me. On the one, I think it was um, the beard going against Draymond. It looked like uh, he kicked out his legs at Draymond trying to kick, kick, uh, catch a foul. And then the one by Chris Paul, he went through all these contortions and tried to roll his hip into, I think it was Clay defending him. Those are offensive calls. The Warriors aren't, you know, complaining about the lack of offensive calls in those three-point plays. So, you know, Houston's just a bunch of whiners. And why don't they just take some real threes instead of trying to catch a foul? Thanks, Mike. Akeel in Pleasanton. Akeel, you're on 95.7 The Game. Thanks for taking my call. You got it. What do you got? Hey, just want to first. I mean, I gotta give a shout out to the Warriors because even when the calls didn't go their ways at times, and maybe they made a turnover, they still played hard defense. I mean, we've seen seen in the past where if it's not going their way, they kind of give up or check out. Um, you know, they played hard throughout the game. But uh, my question for you guys and thing is, um, I'm wondering how uh, the Warriors are going to use Bogut for this series. If they're actually actually going to use him or not, because. I think if the Rockets go back to that pick-and-roll law with Capella, they're going to need Bogut in there. 
Um, so I wonder what you guys think about that. I think Bogut's probably going to be used as he was used today. and Sparingly. And, which would be sparingly. A little bit at the beginning of the second quarter with that yeah. unit, and then he didn't come back in the fourth quarter. Kevon Looney went with that quarter. Things got kind of jumbled around as far as the Warriors' rotation went uh, in the second half there. So I, I think Steve Kerr knows he has him if he needs him, but I don't think that he's going to be used much more, and I would I would – think that the same starting lineup will be. You don't go to the, the Hamptons five yeah. minute to start the game it's and serious. then go away from it in game two. Yeah, and speaking of Bogut, uh, nothing to be ashamed about, but Capella, who was on my list of you know biggest concerns. Capella was terrible. He, they turned him into Bogut, per <laughs> se. The game just seemed, the, the team defense and the energy they had, J.D., seemed to, 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 you know, like he wasn't prepared for it, like the game was going too fast for him. Had some bunnies right up underneath the goal, couldn't even gather himself to get the ball and put it back up. Disappointing effort from uh, Capella tonight. Tony in San Francisco here on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Tony. What's Hi, up, guys. Tony? Well, I basically uh, want to tell you how sick and tired I am of hearing the fans just trying to nickbit on KD. Oh, uh, he, has, he lost too many balls. He, this is his team. All these, all these fans, that including your co-host, the gentleman, uh, you know, Steph Curry, the dagger, the winner, uh, his majesty, his godness. KD, if it wasn't because of KD, the Warriors may not be this year. 50 points, 50 points, 40 points a game, and all you have to do is just pick on him. Oh, he missed a few shots. He could have made him. This is playoffs against one of the toughest teams in the NBA. Stop picking on KD. You're going to lose him, and you're going to cry next year. Thanks, Tony. Appreciate it. Uh, Realtor.com and 95.7 The Game teaming up this postseason to give you a chance to win courtside club tickets to Game 2 of the Warriors Rocket Series. Tune in to Joe Lowe and Dibs tomorrow and Tuesday at 8 a.m. for the keyword of the day. Then go to Realtor.com slash Warriors and enter that keyword to qualify. 95.7 The Game, your home for Warriors playoff coverage and the Realtor.com home court advantage. Complete rules are at 957thegame.com. All right, we got more phone calls than time. Oh. So we're going to have to uh, call it an afternoon at this point, and we will do that. I want to thank everybody from Matt Steinmetz to Tim Jordan to Alex Scott to Nash Solomon uh, for Daryl the Guru Johnson. I'm John Dickinson. The Warriors win game one of the conference semifinals over the Rockets today, 104 to 100. Game two will be on Tuesday night at 7.30. Goo, you and Steiny will have Can't wait. Warriors Live at 6 o'clock for that one. Alright, that's going to do it. Warriors get game one, and you heard it right here on your home of the Warriors. It's 95.7 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.